Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 398 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks for being here. I love knowing you're always going to be here listening and we're growing and just hanging out together twice a week. I love it. I'm super thankful for you today and every single day. And if you hear little snorts or little sniffles, it isn't me. It's Kinsey, my Yorkie. She's on my lap. She's uh, she's doing better. She's doing okay. She has ups and downs, but anyway, I saw this post this week, and it was a question, and I, it really made me think, and I think it'll make you think too. So the question was, would you like you if you met you? So that's a lot, a mouthful, I know, but it's basically saying, would you like yourself? Like, would you want to be your friend? <laughs> I mean, I, who am I really? Like, what am I? What? How would I even know? You know, how would I? How would I know that? That's what we would all like to know about ourselves. Who are we? And it would also be nice to know that about the people that we interact with. So when I think about who I am, what do I have to go off? Like, am I my body? Am I my mind? Am I just a collection of decisions that have been made from birth to who I am today? But if we're just a collection of decisions, who's making the decisions? That's the question. See, I believe we're not our body and we're not our mind. I mean, I think my mind and my body are separate from who I am, and so are you. Now, I'm a being that's been granted this body and mind as a vessel with which to experience life. So if that feels right to you, it may or it may not, if, if it feels right that you're not your body and you're not your mind, that you're this being that's inside this body which has a mind, well, that means you can look at your body and mind from a different perspective, kind of like an outsider. And if you don't like what you see, you can change it. So many times we hear people say, well, that's just how I am. That is so me. I was born that way. <laughs> I talked in episode 397 about people who are conscious can really feel your energy before you even speak. It is so true. But before you think I've gone off the reservation here, think about this. Have you ever come into a situation where people have been fighting before you got there and now they're trying to hide the fact that they were fighting, but you can cut the tension in the room with a knife? You see, we're energy, we're vibration, we're not just this makeup we put on that's our body and our mind. Why do you think it's said that a good speaker knows how to read the room? Because there's an energy that we all put off. We just got to know how to read the room, right? That makes life easier. Now, this is not something we talk about. It's not something taught in school or the idea of us being separate from our body and mind. It's not brought up in most families. I think it's just a little too far out there. But why am I talking about it? Well, I'm talking about it because when I have thoughts of would I like me if I met me, the only answer to that is of course I would because I know I'm not the imperfect body and mind that I present to the world. I'm way more than that. My body is, yes, it's made up of the decisions I've made about food and movement and maintenance and all the things that affect how our actual body functions and appears. So if I make those decisions, then obviously I'm separate from that body because I can observe in real time that those decisions have created the form that I am now. The same thing for my mind. 
my mind is made up of what I fed it as well from the moment I was born to today, which is a long time. <laughs> but my mind has been soaking up experiences and education, religion, likes and dislikes, including from the people I surround myself with. So I'm able to see that my mind is something I've created also through a series of decisions I've made, which means I must be separate from my mind too, right? But why does this even matter? Okay, well, I think it matters in, for two, two different ways. First of all, it matters to you because if you're not your thoughts, if you're not your mind, then you have the power to change it. And if you're not your body, then you have the power to change that too. No, not like change bodies, but you have the power to change how your body appears and functions. And to me, that's really extremely empowering. By the decisions that you, the you meaning the being that controls your mind and body, by the decisions you make, you have the power to fundamentally change the trajectory of your life. What you feed your body and your mind, that's entirely up to you and completely shapes how you experience life. Now, the second reason I think it matters is because you can see that every single person you interact with is also not their mind or their body. So they're not their thoughts either. And it allows you to see them as separate from that. When we're born, we are pure light. But due to life and experiences, some of our lights are very dim and some are even blocked altogether. But that light is your true being. And we all want to experience love and happiness. That is human nature. We're very social creatures. We're not meant for isolation. That's why isolation is used as leverage or punishment because it's one of the worst things you can do to a human is to isolate them. That's part of why the world seemed to turn upside down during COVID. You can't isolate every human being on earth for a long period of time and not expect huge fallout. I think there was way more fallout from isolation than there was from the disease that we were being isolated for. Sorry about that rant, but back to the question. So would I like me if I met me on the street? Well, if I looked at the part of me that is a consequence of all the decisions I've made, I might be like, girl, what were you thinking? But if I look beyond that at the being I am that makes those decisions, the one that is pure light, of course I would. And I would do the same for you because I know you're not the decisions you make, but the life you're living is the consequence of them. And that's empowering in that it's not too late to create a life that you love because you aren't bound to the decisions you've made in the past. You're a being that can constantly create a new version of yourself. You have that power. You don't have to be stuck, stuck with the junk of the past. Your body, if you decided today to stop feeding it junk, would respond so quickly it would blow your mind. And on the topic of mind, if you stop feeding it junk too, it would go even further towards creating a life you love because that's where most of our life is created, right inside our heads, in that mind. Now, the world, if you view it as a wreck, if you think it's a wreck, it is. And if you think it's beautiful, it is. You'll find evidence of either one. It just depends on what you're focused on and what you're looking for. You can make big changes to your life by the way you treat the vessel in which you were given to experience it. If you're, I'll give you an example of how that is true. If you're on the ocean in a boat that hasn't been cared for, the ride is going to be way worse than if you were on a boat that is maintained beautifully, that is pristine. Now, you're still going to experience rough waves and weather, but a well-maintained boat, it'll give you shelter, will give you a smooth ride, will give you a sense of security that you don't have when your boat's a wreck. Now, you're not the boat, but your experience on that ocean is in direct proportion to how that boat is managed. The same goes for your life. You aren't your mind. You're not your body. 
but our bodies and our minds are the vessels in which we experience life. So is yours maintained? Are you feeding your body and mind food that empowers it? Maybe you haven't, but you want to start. This may be your sign to do just that. It's small decisions that have big impact that help, help you maintain your vessel. One thing I'm currently doing to try to maintain my vessel is I tell myself, sugar is poison. I know this. I know my body does not react well to sugar. I talked about it in, I think it was episode 397, too, is that sugar does a lot of bad things for my body. It probably does the same for you if you're really being honest about it. But there are things that you can do to, to change all of that. My challenge to you today is to see yourself as the light that you were born with. Is that light clear and bright? If it's not, it is completely in your power to get it back. Decide today one thing you can do to bring that light back out to maintain the vessel you've been exp using to experience life. Your experience is created by you for you. You are pure light. That's who you are. Never forget that. Share this with three people who are also pure light. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.